Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Oh, it's deafening, the sound. Uh, this is our uh, largest service of the weekend in terms of numbers here. Happy to see all of you. A couple of announcements. Um, there is a special card in the narthex for Mrs. Hughes, and I'd like to encourage all of you to sign the card, leave a message there for their multicolored pens. Um, the Board of Education established the Kimberly Hughes Literature Award, which will be given to uh, a worthy eighth grader in subsequent years and on a plaque there uh, in Thanksgiving for her dedication and service and the special passion for teaching literature. So that's available for you in the narthex. A couple of other announcements. The parking lot is available today. It might be available next week. It just depends how far they get. Just because there are not barricades at the end doesn't mean it's open because trucks, dump trucks are coming in and out and equipment and so forth. It won't be usable once all of the concrete is uh, taken out under the canopy and so forth. So uh, those of you who have special ambulatory needs, uh, Sherry Prolovsky is going to be notifying you and we have opportunity for you to be uh, brought up to the patio for entrance. Uh, others of you that, that don't, you are welcome to call the office on uh, Friday and say, is the parking lot open. If, however, you come in and you see that things are uh, bulldozed out and concrete is there, you'll have to go back out to the street or, I suppose, walk around. That's an option. Um, we are moving to two services on Saturday and two services on Sunday starting this coming weekend. Uh, we're still requesting that you sign in. We're trying to limit those to 50. Um, we will have Bible class starting next Sunday on the patio, weather permitting, at the 915 times. So we have 745 and 1030 service, 915 on the patio. We will have some seating on the patio. You're also welcome to bring a lawn chair. I would also encourage you, you know, wear footwear that can tolerate dew or walking on grass. Also, if you're coming for Bible class, wear your Sunday bonnet or sombrero, because while you'll be facing west and the sun will be behind you, um, you will need it for the sun, especially that which reflects off of the top of my head. So um, bring your own Bibles, uh, and uh, you're welcome to bring some uh, lawn chairs or I'll sit on the patio. Um, Kathy? So if it's raining or inclement weather, we're just, no Bible We just won't have Bible class, right? We're just trying to um, lessen the congestion in the narthex and so forth. So 745 service out on the patio and then 1030 service. And on uh, Saturday, the services, I believe, are 315 and 5 o'clock. So it allows us a little bit more time in between. Mark Schneider will be um, uh, ushering uh, this morning.
Please, uh, only those who are receiving the sacrament should come to the altar um, and uh, stay together as couples or as families, but we're not packing the communion rail so you can allow distance between families and couples. Anything else? Sherry, is that it? All right. Let us begin with the opening hymn for this Pentecost, let me be thine forever, 689. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, our Maker and Redeemer, we poor sinners confess unto you that we are by nature sinful and unclean, and that we have sinned against you by thought, word, and deed. 
Wherefore, we flee for refuge to your infinite mercy, seeking and imploring your grace for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. O most merciful God, who has given your only begotten Son to die for us, have mercy upon us, and for his sake, Grant us remission of all our sins, and by your Holy Spirit, increase in us true knowledge of you and of your will, and true obedience to your word, to the end that by your grace we may come to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and has given his only Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. To those who believe on his name, he gives power to become the children of God and has promised them his Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Grant this, Lord, unto us all. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord fills the world. Alleluia. Let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. Alleluia. God, sing praises to his name and rejoice before him. The Lord gave the word, and he sent out his voice, a mighty voice. Oh God, you are more awesome than your holy places. The God of Israel is he who gives strength and power to his people. The Lord fills the world. Alleluia. Let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. Alleluia.
peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Amen. this day, you once taught the hearts of your faithful people by sending them the light of your Holy Spirit. Grant us in our day by the same Spirit to have a right understanding in all things, 
and evermore to rejoice in his holy consolation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the Feast of Pentecost is recorded in Genesis chapter 11. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. The second reading is St. Luke's account of the day of Pentecost, recorded in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. 
Then they all were amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking said, They are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, and on my men servants and on my maidservants I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia! You send forth your Spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Alleluia! Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of the faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, 
neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, Light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
that Christ is risen. Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the words which you hear are not mine, but the Father's who sent me. The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Come, holy light, guide divine, now cause the word of life to shine. Teach us to know our God aright and call him Father with delight. From every error keep us free. Let none but Christ our master be. That we in living faith abide in him our Lord with all our might confide. Come, holy fire, comfort true. Grant us the will your work to do, and in your service to abide. Let trials turn us not aside. Lord, by your power prepare each heart, and to our weakness strength impart, that bravely here we may contend through life and death to you, our Lord, ascend. Alleluia, alleluia. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I know we just prayed that hymn in the hymn of the day, but it is an apt hymn throughout our life as Christians, as we are assaulted by mistrust, doubt, fear, unbelief. It is the ministry of the Holy Spirit, through the word of the Lord Jesus, to bring Jesus to us and to strengthen and preserve us in Christ Jesus so that we fear nothing, not the power of Satan, not death, not persecution, not suffering. Are you afraid to die? Many people are. It is an existential reality unless the Lord returns very soon, every one of us will die. But for us as Christians, by the word of the Lord Jesus, where the Holy Spirit lays upon our hearts the full and complete forgiveness of all of our sins and eternal righteousness, we need not fear. It is amazing in his catechesis on the Holy Spirit throughout Holy Thursday how many times Jesus says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. It is a word of pure gospel. It is a word of absolution. It is a word of comfort. 
It is a word that unites us with him who laid down his life in the most bitter and cruel suffering unto death for our salvation. It is a word that brings us into communion and fellowship with God the Holy Trinity by the power of the Holy Spirit who works through this word. Do not be afraid. The Lord Jesus has made many precious promises to you. His word is the source of life and salvation. His word, the word of the Lord Jesus, is your defense, your bulwark, your mighty fortress. His word is your protection. It inoculates you from all danger and harm and sickness, both spiritual and physical. His word is your joy. You may not believe it, but it is true. His word is your joy, and his word is your peace, a peace that transcends human emotion, a peace which is anchored in what Christ has done for you, a peace which carries with it the certainty that I belong to the God of the universe, the blessed and ever holy Trinity through whom all things were made, by whom all things were sustained. And in the blood of the Son of God, I have fellowship with God. His word is your peace. The Holy Spirit being poured out on Pentecost was poured out uniquely for the twelve apostles that they might faithfully remember what Jesus taught them so that they could convey all of his wonderful words and works to us. But by the Holy Spirit, Jesus himself has been speaking to us from before the foundation of the world. Let there be light. That is the word through which Christ created all things, and there was light. I will bless those who bless you. Genesis 12. Do not be afraid. I am your shield and great reward. Genesis 15. I will certainly be with you. I am the God of your fathers. I am who I am. I will bring you up out of affliction. Exodus chapter 3. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, for I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Isaiah 41. Those words of the Lord Jesus spoken by the Holy Spirit through the patriarchs and prophets of old are promises of the Lord for you. The Old and the New Testament are linked together in Christ Jesus by the ministry of the Holy Spirit who takes of what Jesus has done on Calvary 
and extends it both backward and forward in time, that we, along with our brothers and sisters who have gone before us in the faith, might know the certainty of his love and abide in Christ. And in the New Testament, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven. If you are assaulted by your sin, the devil's accusations, the fear of condemnation in hell, Jesus says, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven. And since that word is the word of the Son of God in human flesh, who has borne your judgment and hell, who has faced the cross for you, that word is eternal victory over sin and over death. And he rose triumphantly from the dead on Easter as a testimony to the certainty of that word of salvation. Be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Or from the gospel... For today, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Today we celebrate the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He is called in the Greek language the paraclete, parakletos, which means comforter. He is called the comforter because comfort is his business. Every time you hear that word of comfort in the Old and the New Testament, think of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We couldn't know anything of our Lord Jesus unless the Holy Spirit had laid him on our hearts through the preaching of the gospel. That's what Luther says in the large catechism. Comfort. That is his business. It is the Holy Spirit who creates faith. A faith which is reflected in the words of Jesus. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. To keep his word is to rely upon it, to trust in it, to depend upon it. To stake your entire life and being upon it. The Holy Spirit is the creator of faith. The blessed hope of the resurrection. What those young men and old men saw in their dreams and visions as recorded in Peter's sermon quoting the prophet Joel. It was the vision of eternal life, resurrection of the body, immortality. That kind of hope and the certainty that though we may die, yet shall we live. And whoever lives and believes in Christ Jesus will never die. That kind of hope and certainty is the ministry of the Spirit. And then there are the fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit are not the kinds of things that we see over these most recent days where protests have degenerated into anarchy and chaos, sedition and rebellion. No, the fruits of the Spirit, fruits born of the word of the gospel, and the blessed sacrament of Christ's holy body and blood. These fruits 
our sacrificial love. Joy under the cross. Peace that transcends fear. Long-suffering toward those who are struggling with sin and human weakness and doubt. Kindness for those in need who have nowhere else to turn. Goodness that gives of itself to others without counting the cost. Faithfulness in Christ. Gentleness and self-control. These are all the works of the Holy Spirit through the word of Jesus. By the Holy Spirit, we know Christ. In today's gospel, Jesus says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my Father will love him. And we, the Holy Trinity, will come to him and make our home with him. That is an incredible promise. This is why the word of God is so important. To help you understand what the word keep means, we talked about trust, reliance, dependence, to cling to it. Replace the word keep with the word love. Then read the verse, if anyone loves me, he will love my word. We love him, Christ Jesus, because he first loved us, and in the word of the gospel that we have been receiving in preaching and in catechesis and in the divine service, he speaks to us. If anyone loves me, he will love my word. This is why the Holy Spirit is called comforter. The essence of his work is to comfort us by Jesus' word, to dispel and rebuke unbelief and fear. By the Holy Spirit, Jesus has spoken to us since creation, bestowing forgiveness, life, salvation, rescue from all of our enemies, and has given us peace. Do not be afraid. Peace be with you. That is a word of inestimable comfort in the face of disease, in the face of persecution, in the face of torture, and in the face of death. If I belong to Christ, then I have all things, and I have nothing to fear. Through the word of Jesus, the Holy Spirit places us in Jesus, and we in him. What harm can sin and death then do? The true God now abides with you. Let hell and Satan rage and chafe. Christ is your brother. You are safe. If that is so, and it is so, then we have nothing to be afraid of. Now, during the past two months, many Christians have been beset by tremendous fear because of the coronavirus pandemic. Perhaps you are among them. I understand it. None of us are immune because we all have the old Adam who is fundamentally, by nature, an unbeliever and full of fear. But we must understand that all things, all things, including science and medicine and human reason, and even the CDC and Dr. Fauci, all things are subordinate to faith in Christ and his word. 
Fear is a byproduct of unbelief. And unbelief is the core nature of sin. We are Christians. We trust in Christ above all things. That's what it is to be a Christian. And we trust in Christ not just in good times and when our 401k is plentiful, but in bad times. We rely upon Him. Faith in Christ is fearless because the love of Christ, that perfect love, casts out all fear. How was it that the apostles and martyrs down through these centuries were were enabled to endure torture and persecution and martyrdom? Faith in Christ. At a time like this, we must ask ourselves, who do we trust in? To use Luther's language under the first commandment in the large catechism, what do we look to for our greatest good? What do we look for for our comfort? What will give us our peace? Is it hand sanitizer? Is it to cut ourselves off from human discourse and reaching out in love to the members of our family? Is the one thing needful that we will never get sick, that we will never suffer, that we will never die? If what occupies our mind more than anything else is to avoid catching the coronavirus, that is idolatry. As we said earlier, unless the Lord returns soon, we will all face death. Are we ready? And it is only the word of Christ that keeps and preserves us by the Holy Spirit in Christ Jesus. And only the word of Christ that gives us comfort and a peace that transcends human understanding and joy in the midst of suffering. We are Christians. We know we are going to die. That doesn't mean we do not care for one another. But it does mean that Christ's word is the only thing that can deliver us from fear and give us eternal comfort. In me, Jesus said, you will have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The more we hear and meditate and pay attention to the word of Christ, the more we are given evidence every day just how true it is. Do we really believe this? Coming to church will not harm you because Jesus said, I have called you by name. You are mine. Christ is here. By his word and by his spirit, he gives you life and salvation. And he says, do not be afraid. You are Christians. You belong to me, and I to you. The Lord's Supper is also something that we should not be afraid of or view as harmful. It is the body and blood of the eternal Son of God in human flesh whose body and blood procured salvation for us. It is the medicine of immortality. 
We come confessing our sins, letting go of the hurts against one another, and we feast upon the sacrificial gift of his body and blood. It is a miracle. It strengthens faith. It takes away fear. It bestows peace and the promise of life. In his flesh and blood, he took away in the words of the prophet Isaiah, our sicknesses and infirmities and gives in exchange eternal life. Do not be afraid. Holy preaching, holy baptism, holy absolution, holy catechesis, and the holy supper of our Lord are the means of the Holy Spirit to bring Christ and the comfort of the gospel to us. If anyone loves me, Jesus said, he will love my words. Why? Because for us as Christians, nothing matters more. As Jesus said to Martha, Mary has chosen the one thing needful, and it will not be taken away from her. By the word of our Savior, the Holy Spirit comforts us with every grace and blessing. By the word of Jesus, the Holy Spirit renews our faith and takes away fear. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For all the baptized believers, especially Melody Rubish, Carl Stemke, Olivia Volkortsen, Glenn Bollmeyer, Olivia Gelbach, and Mike Christofferson celebrating baptismal birthdays, that they would be given ears to hear and an eagerness to learn all that the Holy Spirit teaches them about their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the salvation they have through him. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For spiritual renewal in our congregation, district, synod, and the whole church on earth, that by God's grace, the power of the Holy Spirit, we would long to keep Christ's word, dwell in his peace, sing praises and love for our neighbor. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who serve in Christ's church, that all pastors may faithfully preach law and gospel, all missionaries be fruitful in their labors, and all church workers be faithful in their service, so that all who call in the name of the Lord may be saved. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of holy matrimony among us, and in thanksgiving to God, for Alan and Janine Gable, John and Peggy Lundberg, Doug and Bonnie Westrich, Carl and Maria Stemke, Reverend Dustin and Stacy Anderson celebrating wedding anniversaries this week, 
that preserved in the love of Christ, they may be faithful in their love for each other. Let us pray to the Lord. For peace among the nations, for those who rule over us, for deliverance from pestilence, sedition, and rebellion that is afflicting our cities across the nation, for those who protect and defend us, and for liberty, that the people of our world would be blessed to live in health, peace, and quietness, unhindered by threats of violence, oppression, or fear. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For an end to the pandemic, for those afflicted in body or spirit, and especially for those who have requested our prayers. For John Franklin, called up to serve in the National Guard of the state of Minnesota. For those suffering afflictions of the body, Kathy May's brother-in-law, David, who recovers from knee surgery. Robert Roger Laubenstein from a blood infection, Jeremy LaFour battling ALS, Walter Schmudlock with an inoperable tumor, Pat Murphy suffering severe back pain, Doris Erickson hospitalized this past week with congestive heart failure, and Kurt Scheller and Lois Verge in hospice care, that their hearts would neither be troubled nor afraid, for nothing can separate them from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, who has over overcome the ruler of this world and secured for them and for each of us eternal peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who come to the holy altar this day, that they would come in faithful reverence and awe, recognizing how awesome God is from his sanctuary, in giving them the very body and blood of their Savior to eat and to drink, for the forgiveness of their sins and the strengthening of their faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who have gone before us and now rest from their labors, let us give thanks to the Lord that we would follow them as they followed Christ and be found faithful by those who come after us. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord. Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who ascended above the heavens and sitting at your right hand, poured out on this day the promised Holy Spirit on his chosen disciples. For all this, the whole earth rejoices with exceeding joy. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, grant us thy peace.
the body of Christ given for you, 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 the body of Christ given for you. The body of Christ given for you. The body of Christ given for you. The blood of Christ shed 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 for you. shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you body and soul in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Christ given for you. The body of 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 Christ given for you. Thank you. 
Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you, body and soul in the true faith, unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, in the true faith, unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. given for you, the body of Christ given for you, the body of Christ given for you, the body of Christ given for you. 
body of Christ given for you, the 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 body of Christ given for you. body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you body and soul in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. 
O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you, to bear the cross of affliction with patience and joy, and to abide in the blessed hope of the resurrection of the body to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.